right, internets. Welcome back to Seventh Sea. When last we left off, the group dropped off in the capital city of Vendel. Known to some as Kirk and to some as Kirkuber Yarklauster. Right, I forgot that's the full name for it. Yep. The ones that <laughs> One call it that don't the live there anymore. <laughs> and you are there on the insistence of a moderately friendly she from back in Avalon who believes that you have the power to stop a great conflict. Right, yeah. A conflict that appears to be centered around, well, frankly, digging up a graveyard of old Vestons. This is where you find out that Mithril is just made of, is, is just made of the bodies of the living runes. <laughs> to be fair, only one, only, what, two, three living runes are confirmed as dead? I don't remember, actually. Krieg is the big one. Krieg the rune of war? Uh, well, yes, but it's unrelated. <laughs> Don't worry about it. And also gas masks. Less so that. More so other things. <laughs> Alright, and at the same time, Anne found that her patent, which is recently becoming more and more valuable with the <laughs> discovery of more of this mithril, has been taken in lieu of payment to part of a debt. Right, I forgot how he ended the episode. <laughs> how we end the episode again? We just did the we just did the opening to leverage. Oh right. We just said that. Yes, you did. Alright. And meanwhile Nadire went up and met with uh met with the Vestin warriors in the mountains around Kirk and became swiftly enamored with their cause. And their chiseled abs. Well, you know, you can be enamor enamored with multiple things at once. Their cause is chiseled abs. Achieved only through battle. <laughs> I mean, can, if I can Can find... you say your goal is nobler, Matt? I mean, if I can find Vestin Chris Hemsworth, I'm down with it. Do you see the, the we saw the saw the grandfather in the shower. Dude's uh dude's shredded. He's got an eight pack. <laughs> <laughs> the groom father is 80 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> Alright. And I'm going to cut forward a little bit just to get you guys back together since one of you has been displaced into the mountains. Did I just get back or? Um, you said you were going to stay the night with them, but no, they were climbing you. No, I was just saying up a little. And... Yeah, sure. Like They not... offered you to stay the night. Sorry. I didn't mean to impose that you accepted. Right. So you're staying there to heat up, and then you're climbing back down with their gear? Yeah. All right. So you've managed to catch a few rumblings before you leave. You, you hear that they're looking for someone. They feel at ease. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're looking for someone, but they don't know who. You do get a name, though. You catch the name Stiggins' daughter in their uh, in their vest and tongue that I don't think you know. 
No, uh, it's not unless it's. I only know Erson Avalon and the uh, the trade language of Crescent and also my native language of Jubar. Sure. All right, so you can't understand them, but you do catch the name Stiggin's daughter. And not too long after that, you make your way back down to uh, you make your way back down the mountain to the town of Kirky Bay, Arkloster. And you meet up with the rest of the party, who have just recently committed to uh, planning a major crime. Oh yeah, she'll come out with new climbing gear, and maybe some some more weather-appropriate clothes. Yeah, Nadiri comes down in a in a fur coat and a and with a good deal more rope than before. I think calling it a fur coat is sort of a misnomer. <laughs> a fur. Yes, the a beaver, yes. A giant At least beaver. One fur. <laughs> a fine Douglas fur. What? Alright, you're reunited in the town streets outside of the uh, outside of the shop where you learned a little bit more about your Cerneth map. And it, and it feels, feels so, so good. good. <laughs> <laughs> that took a while for you to oh, wait for that. We, we were just we were being polite. Yeah. Yeah, that's a word for what happened there. <laughs> we didn't feel like interrupting, okay? Exactly. Okay. But but you are back together and may speak to each other. Plan ahead. So, uh, yes. Um, I, I'm guessing we just, we trade information on what happened. Yeah. 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 So, there we go. So, uh, we are going up to, uh, Olinson, try and find the investor who has the patent, and that is step one. Step two is going to be more complicated. We have um, the Siglaf mining company, and they are responsible for acquiring the Mitral. But if they actually get to dig in, that's going to start a conflict, right? Yeah. Although, uh, I do not even think they are prospecting at the moment. They have, they have, uh, made a claim, I think. What, what was the thing that we got from the town ledger? Do we know where they are in the, in the mineral gathering phase? Um, they have staked a claim of, uh, of, lo- of an area, but they have not begun to perform any physical examination. Yeah, so. Um, perhaps uh, we can sandbag them from attempting to carry the claim out. What do you think also the Higgins daughter thing is? Uh, does that mean anything to me, Higgins daughter? Um, give me a wit's history. Okay, don't have history. Uh, wit's minus one then? Okay. It's not just a... Or, or, sorry, wits that doesn't explode. Sure. Wits K wits. Uh, that is 15. 15. All right, that actually gets you a little bit. Uh, Gunrud Stiggins' daughter is, um, is a name you recognize from the history of Vestin. Essentially, she was, uh, the uniter of the disparate tribes of the Vestin before the living runes ever came to be. Hmm. Okay. Hey, she carved... 
She carved the mountains of Vestin with her giant axe. Someone did that. No one's sure who, though. Um, yeah, uh, Gunrud Stigenstarter, if that's the, uh, if that's the name, uh, is a legend. Um, at least among the Vestin. Not so, uh, uh, not so revered by the, uh, by the Vendel so much. Um, she's still alive? Most likely. The, uh, the Vestin heroes, they live a very long time. Unless they uh, continue to use their magics, the name, the 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 thoughts and the the, the belief and the um, uh, remembrance powers them. So uh, Gunrod may still be alive, yes, in one way or another. You're also aware that although Vestin legend and history being often the same thing for the Vestin are shady on exact numbers of years. Mm-hmm. If she's alive, she would be hundreds and hundreds of years old. I mean, that's still not quite out of the question. It's it's not completely impossible, just it would be incredibly unlikely. Yeah, um, but uh, when I say Gunrod is, uh, is legend, centuries old, uh, it would be only the uh, it would only be the runic magic uh, keeping him alive now. Her, her, okay, her. So you think they're Probably not looking for her. Uh, it is unclear. Uh, I I do not have the context, just the name. Uh, there could be lineage to the Stickens daughter line, or Gunward could be still alive herself, or uh, and the uh, uh, if they were looking for. They're, they're looking for her uh, in the holy place, then they would not be here. But that is curious. Uh, it's entirely possible that uh, Stegen's daughter uh, may also be uh, in the burial plot. Kirk was a... Uh, well, it remains uh, the biggest Vendel town at this point. Uh... But I do not think we'll find much uh, speculating that uh, we should search for some kind of proof, evidence, make some sort of action against the Siglaf company. I prefer a legal, bureaucratic action uh, because this is Vendel and uh, the people here are civilized. It's not really our style, but if you insist... What is your patent? Yeah, well, we can uh, the the investment company. We can we can probably do something else. Uh, the mining company does not have the patent. It is the it is the bank. Um, but if we are going to steal, we we need to uh, avoid detection. Obviously, perhaps some sort of confidence scheme would be better than a straight up heist. I would have to look over the means by which uh, they require the patent. See if there's some sort of escape clause. Let's see, that's that's hardly normal unless maybe. Yeah. Like, were, were you were you were you paying it at some sort of? Did you like arrange some sort of regular interval at which you'd pay them? Because otherwise, I mean, that's uh, if you owe a debt to somebody, usually that you you figure out what you're going to pay them and 
usually they don't just steal your things they, they, that you happen to have lying around. Yeah, I um, I will have to uh, check the the means of the contract, but it was uh, I do believe this was out of line. Well, as long as the contract does not state when you have to pay by and does not have a clause that states they can take what they may in lieu of said payment, then they don't have shit. Yeah. So what would you like to do? Party? Would you like to party? Yes. I'd like to be trusted. Uh, You're not going to be trusted here. I know. Or most places, really. You're in the financial capital of Vendel. Finance people in particular aren't fond of the Vidachi. I know. You might have better luck in another city. Just show them your spiders. They'll learn to love you. No, I'm not that mean. <laughs> um, we should probably Talk go... Talk about how, how you can tell their major personality traits <laughs> just by looking at them. No. So we should probably... If we're gonna go, like, rob this place or con these people of the bank, we should probably go to the bank or to the people and observe or talk with them. Well, where can we get a physical copy of your contract? I don't know. Where can we? And my contract's with the Invisible College, isn't it? Uh, your contract or is it with is the, actually, or was it the investment firm? The contract is probably registered to the investment firm that, um, uh, that manage your funding. Sure. Uh, it would be at, uh, once in private investments. So, um, in any case, uh, going there would be the best course of action. Perhaps in smaller numbers than we intend to use for the, uh, well, our later best course of action. We're right. in your homeland. I'll defer to your judgment. Very well, Captain. Then let us go. Alright. So you move through into uh, a slightly more upscale part of Kirk, where the opulence is a little bit more, Im- a little bit more impressive. How many tiny giraffes do we see? <laughs> um, zero. This isn't Eisen. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you don't get it, you, if you don't get it, you're not going to be able to figure it out. I think it's an old Comcast ad, but yeah. Isn't it an old Volkswagen ad? I, uh, Either way, it's Peter Stormare. <laughs> yeah. I was heard yeah. it's Peter Stormare, but... I don't know. So... Nice <laughs> <laughs> kids understand tiny giraffes. I remember reading a book about a tiny giraffe when I was a kid. Alright, so you make it to a, uh, a rather stout-looking building that says Olinson across the top and then has the Gilder symbol next to it. The whole place is decked out in a very nice cherry wood finish. And the and the uh, the door is somewhat open. Not completely open, but somewhat open. Do you head in? Yeah. Um on receiving word that um some of my stuff has been repossessed, I think I have a right to know why. Sure. Anyone who's walking in can make me a witch check, adding a bonus if you have keen senses. I'll do it. I suppose Valentine will be there as well. I don't, yeah. Uh, Nadir, I don't know. What, what are the, uh, what are the Crescent people's policies on, uh, investment banking? Uh. <laughs> you might as well have asked me what the actual, what Turkey's opinion on investment banking is. So, yeah, it's like, 
because the only religious thing would be just against the practice of usury in general. I'm not sure how they would feel about that, though. Shouldn't like if this is like you know, uh, you know, 15th, 16th, 17th century Europe, like shouldn't everyone be against usury? I, I don't know. Well, it's, the it was really weird. Happened so, and this is pretty. This place is pretty. Objective. This place is pretty. Problem. I agree. And historically, so, the uh, economically, what the practices against usury meant were that Christians tended not to be the people in charge of the banking. Yeah, German or Jews uh, were. Yeah. Which Seven C has no analog for Jews. Uh, it's part of. It's, it, isn't it part of the Vaticine? Because that's one of their. It's all kind of rolled into one. Yeah, I think there's a sect in there somewhere for Judaism. Because okay. the I believe the first prophet is Moses, or yes. not Moses rather. Well, no, he's kind of more not Jesus. There's they 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 piled a lot of things in there. Yeah, you get you get Jesus, Muhammad, and Moses in some order. I think Buddha's in there too, and then Constantine. Yeah, it's. Hey, we're hoping second edition's a bit more clear on that. It probably won't be. <laughs> you asking for a conversion guide from Seventh C to the real world? <laughs> <laughs> well, Leonardo da Vinci. Leonardo Vincenti. Fair. All right, so I see Matt's 22 and Susan's 25. Where are the other results? 10. 10. All of us are pretty Sorry, that's why I didn't bother rolling it. Sure. All of us are pretty good on wits. Didn't bother stating it. Sure, I'll say that anyone who hit above a 20 will notice this. Etched into the side of the door frame is um, what appears to be a capital I with two angle brackets, one on either side. Do we know what it means? Um, how many, which of you are familiar with, uh, with all kinds of magic? I mean, I'm highly educated, so I'm assuming I know some. Valentine probably only has a passing knowledge of especially non-forte magic. Sure. I, I've got an academy and university, and having been to a school that talks about magic, maybe. Alright. Um... I'm going to say that at this point, the person most likely to get it by far is Anne. So Anne, you can roll me a, uh, roll me a wits, but it can explode since I don't think there's a skill that really goes along with this. With studying magic, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's no magic lore skill. Because it's all just innate. Mm-hmm. Uh, just well, it doesn't matter. It didn't explode. I rolled an 11. 11. Well, that doesn't matter now that balls are nerfed. You believe you recognize this, but you're not sure exactly what it means at the moment, Anne. I'm guessing it's a rune, though. Yes, it does appear to be one of the Lairdom runes, but you'd have to go back to your handy handbook for which one it was. <laughs> yeah. And who knows where that is? Probably back on the ship. It's on the ship. It's one of my scholarly. It's one of my three scholarly textbooks that I purchased for a couple guilder. Yeah. Oh, actually, I purchased them for fifteen guilder or five guilder apiece. Thanks, game. She will keep that uh she will keep that rune in mind. Okay. It's it's scratched in very small but very precisely. So it's not actually so it's not actually an obvious thing on the door just somebody like carved it in. Yeah, it it was carved into the side of the door where it would be invisible if the door were closed. Oh, okay. Curious. All right. But you make your way in, and there are a number of, uh, well, the equivalent of bank windows, just 
it's a long desk with three separate um, corkboarded windows on uh, behind them, each of which has a bank teller essentially. Right. You're met with a couple of informal greetings as you walk in. Uh, yeah, I am here to talk about uh, investments being paid back. Investments. That's window three. Have a nice day. Thank you. And we go through the fun of the. I mean, I'm guessing there's going to be some part. Oh, you need to fill out investment. Why didn't you fill out form three A? <laughs> yes, we're just going to skip through that comedy gold. Yes. <laughs> Endless comic potential. No, no, no. We we now change systems and we're now playing paranoia. Oh God. <laughs> but yeah. You fill out the forms then, huh? Yeah, just all in some private investments. How may I help you? Yeah, I am here to discuss uh, with an, uh, a manager about my loan. Your loan? Um, well, Mr. Olinson is out at the moment, but um, how may I help you? Well, it appears that uh, some of my uh, private property has been seized, and I... I'm unclear why. I would like to review the terms and conditions of my contract. All right. One moment, sorry. Also, she probably isn't, she's probably speaking in Vendel without an accent, but I can't do the character at this point without the accent. He asks your name, and upon receiving it, he uh, pulls out a large stack of papers. H H H H H. Homevic. Holmesen, 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 Homestead, Holmes, Doctor Holmvik, and he pulls it out and throws it on the table. Let's see. Apparently, there is a there is a clause in here. You said your possessions have been repossessed. Yeah, I no longer possess them. Well, it appears that in subsection three a five. There is a segment that says uh, they can they can receive property in lieu of payment if the if the investment banker has reason to believe the principal will not be returned with interest. Hmm. Do you believe that this applies to your situation? I could see uh, the reason for that. Is there an appeal process? Hmm. None stated explicitly in the contract, but we can always give it a try. Either way, you're entitled to know the person to which your patent was remitted. Oh, upon, recep- yes. upon reception of your property, the property was quickly and uh, quickly and with great dignity sold off to interested parties. Uh, do we have the uh, so I have the right to know who do, who was sold off to then? Yes. Uh, which interested parties is this? I have a, I have a suspicion, but I'd like to confirm it. Let's see. He's, he takes a while scanning through the names. He's gotta go through a literal ledger. Yes. (laughs) Let me just invent the Rolodex. Let's see. Your patent has been remitted to Bole Skifander of Vasteras. Vasteris is a rather nearby city where Kirk is the financial capital of, uh, of the country. Vasteris is the entertainment capital. It's, it's always been said that Kirk 
is where you make the money and fast rats is where you, you spend, spend it. it. Gotcha. Ah, thank you. If I have any further concerns, I shall return. Uh, because the sale of this patent, uh, uh, the sale of this patent jeopardizes my ability to uh, pay it, uh, pay it back at all, pay the loan. Actually, uh, congratulations with the sale of that patent. If the patent holder makes enough money, they are in for the full value of your principal and interest. Oh. If you let this be, your debts will be stricken. Understood. Thank you. He smiles and nods. Congratulations. She gives a head bow and yeah, bids him good day. Well then, uh, uh, I suppose we should see why this uh, Scaphander bought the patent. Guessing a certain level of... Hmm, I do not know. Just a shrewd businessman. Uh, how far is Vasterus? It's uh, it's within a few hours walking. Okay. Uh, where is Ogloth or Sigloth Mineral Concerns rather? Sigloth Mineral Concerns is um is that in a... it's it's in Kirk, okay. but it's in a different part of town. Hmm. Man, I should take points of bureaucracy because I can figure <laughs> out how to prevent them from being able to actually go and prospect. A riveting campaign. Hey, political p- political intrigue and like. I mean, politics is a big part of this game. Mm-hmm. I admit, I I haven't understood the intrigue table yet. Uh, I mean, no. What we gotta do is wait for them to to get in their like overly complicated digging machine and about to excavate the graveyard, and then by our you know combine all our powers of forte, uh, uh fate whip magic, uh, sorte it, alchemy. It and faith and uh and why are powers Irish. combined i <laughs> Irish is not a magical force <laughs> although you would admit that Captain Planet probably would be a glamour magic also you would have you would i would believe this would be the end plot of a captain planet villain villain <laughs> dig yeah. up a graveyard for metal gravity <laughs> magnetism. Weak nuclear, strong nuclear, Irish. <laughs> Go, planet. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even know what the, what. I can tell like two things you're referencing. I don't know where the third thing comes in. Well, you don't know about the weak and strong nuclear forces. That's what hold our atoms together. No, I know about the fundamental forces of the universe. <laughs> just was unaware that Irish was was the fifth one. <laughs> now, is it stronger or weaker than the rest of them? It's the strongest. All right, so so you leave with more information than when you came in. We do. Um, we know who has the patent. Mm-hmm. Um. So he's in another town. So we still could try and steal it from him as much as that means. We would have a piece of paper. <laughs> Stealing a patent sort of, it's, uh, I mean, like a patent's like a law, right? Kind of. 
Yeah, so taking it doesn't doesn't really mean anything. Uh, so is the, there something that could be forged to re give to reunite you with ownership? I mean, there is, but at this point, uh, heading to Vastros to try and deal with the patent is uh, uh, that just that just risks more time. That Sigloff will go to the mining site. I'll get you a coach if you need it. I assume horses and coaches are a thing. No, we haven't invented horses yet. Okay, well, I, I mean, that was the biggest of the two worries of invention. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I think uh, heading to Sigloff or getting information about Sigloff or the, the mining company uh, would be the best one. Um, maybe um, going out to meet the Vestin, but that would be another trek. I don't like the idea of letting the patents go. The patents will be there. The first, the Poe owns the patent. If we can make the patent worthless to him, then he may give it back. Fair enough. Or sell it at a uh, modest price. So, um, perhaps we should. God, at least go to Sigloff, ask where this uh where this came from, where this idea came from and and at least let them know about the uh mining the the conditions of the mining site. They probably already know. I'm guessing they know. I know. What do you think they're uh they're sort of protection against they just got hire mercenaries to guard the site? Oh yeah. Eisen mercenaries are the bread and butter of the uh, of the Fenzel Empire. And he, she speaks the truth. Over the course <laughs> of your time here, you've seen a number of uh, a number of Eisen bodyguards, mercenaries, and various uh, in various military roles operating around the city. How do you think we keep Divestin from taking uh, from taking Kirk back? Well, then we don't need to. Suppose we don't need to wreck it so much as we just uh, need to make it like a bad thing financially. Like, uh, yeah, we need to hire too many. Yeah, if we can. Uh... Maybe if we all dressed up as ghosts and pretended we haunted the graveyard. Not saying that the, this graveyard might not all already be haunted, but then is, they is would there a problem to... that I'm hearing a certain logic in this in this plan? No. I think you both have been drinking a bit too much of that coffee stuff she drinks. It's bad for you. So he just like take a hit off of hip flask after saying that? Fuck a hip flask, dude. Just got a bottle with him. He's got a pea coat. Okay. Oh right, right. <laughs> he just keeps a tankard with him. Mister Declan, it's a surprise to see you advising against ingesting something. Yeah, well, I don't know whether to take that personally or not. Um, so uh, you were the only one who would try the new uh, ale, and I tried it, it, and it wasn't great. It would be a much more productive if you if you uh, drank coffee. It, unlike your alcohol, it actually brightens the spirit instead of just dampering it. So there are two possible paths we can take. Um, 
two two equally good paths. Um, someone can go to the uh, uh, to the mayor's office, I guess. And uh, why we, do we always deal with mayors? They have a lot of political power, and in this place, that's important. And we could go to talk. Someone could go to talk with Devestin. I do. I do not think they would. I do not think they would like me to be there. As someone who spent a lot of time around Vendel, you know that there's not really a mayor as such. Is there, that's, okay. um, that that the place is run by the Vendel League. The um, oh, it's the, a council. Yes, it's a council of the heads of the various guilds. Council of merchant lords and rogue traders. They aren't, they aren't rogue if they're officially sanctioned uh, <laughs> by yes. themselves. Yep. <laughs> I hate politics. Well, some of us can go and petition to the Vendel League. Um, I suspect myself and the captain, maybe the best at that. Um, others should go and speak with the Vestin and perhaps uh, look at ways that we can make the, uh, the, the possible mining area uh, unprofitable to dig, or come up with a better version of the ghost plan. Uh, come at this from come at this from both angles, the legal one and the not so legal one. Absolutely. I do not think we can get the. Uh, well, is there is there like a miners guild? Um, I, I'm not is... I'm not so familiar with all the different Vendel guilds. I don't believe there's a miners guild as such, but there is a blacksmiths guild, which would be the most invested in this. Uh, in this. Discovery. Yeah, so um, I guess just out of character, my main plan here is to go to the League and get them, try and find enough people that dislike the Miners Guild making money that we can just, that we can sandbag <laughs> that into oblivion for a bit. Um, at least come up with enough problems that they would have to, that they would have to fight some legal stuff while we come up with some other reasons why it would be hard for them to dig. But uh, I mean, at this point, the top being literally a scooby-doo plot yeah it's not a bad plot it's not it would be a bad plot if ghosts were not a thing that actually existed in this universe also if there were to say also if there were a bunch of teenagers and a talking dog in the area and or a bunch of teenagers and a talking how did you know the head of the vendel league (laughs) (laughs) that being said i'm probably gonna end up going with Anne and Valentine, only because I can at least be spooky there. I mean, you're probably also good at turning people against other people. Yeah, that too. They don't really trust me, but they also are kind of terrified because they don't really know what I can do. We have a merch, yeah. So we take a merchant, a bureaucrat, and a con man to the council. Con lady. <laughs> a con artist. And, uh, I, yes. I guess, I guess Declan head up to the mountains. Uh... They probably were, yeah. They they would respect your ability he, to just. He too speaks fist. Yes, <laughs> he speaks fist and alcohol, and those are their primary languages. All right, as you guys prepare to split up, you see that there is a small column of um, a small column of Eisen mercenaries walking in lockstep through the streets towards the outer gate. And that's what, that's probably the way that they're going to secure their claim. Oh, and Finchel mentioned the smokestacks from the previous session and asked her what that meant. So we never got around to asking the actual person from here what that was. I think I mentioned oh, right. it. Well, like, we know. all figured out yeah. that it was. Oh, no, I forgot. Charlie. Yeah, uh, yeah I literally uh, went up there and hung out. My bad. 
My bad. Ignore. And also, Anne understood it as soon as she left the the Invisible College that, oh yeah, that's a Vestin raiding party. Yeah, never mind. That's why we're suggesting that we go talk to the Vestin. Because we know they're here. She said nothing. (laughs) Well, I I talked to them and agreed to help. Yeah. And became a Viking princess. No. Never bad to have titles in multiple places. Doesn't have a title any place. Good place to start, then. She's got a lot of titles, just some of them don't have weight. Alright, so, sorry, who's going where? Uh, see, Valentine, Anne, and, uh... Francesca are going to go to the Vendel League and try and see if we can petition the mining claim um, on the Mithril. And then Nadir and Declan are going to go hang out with the Vestin to come up with a plan that makes it hard for any actual mining to get done. All right. So, um, yeah. Although the yeah, we, although the Vestin's plan to probably to stop mining is just to murder everybody. <laughs> All right. So you. Um... All right, so because Axe is burbing, then I'm going to start with the people going to the Vendel League at the center of the town of Kirkubayar Cluster. Yeah, I thought, yeah, is is this actually where the Vendel League is, is like, centralized, or does every town have its own, like, league representatives? No, the, the, there's different levels of people in each guild, mm-hmm. but this is where the guild the guild masters stay. Okay. And you know the names of a couple of them. Joris Brack of the Car- Carpenters Guild. Mistress uh, Sela Cole of the Blacksmithing's Guild, I believe. Uh, Val Mock of the Merchant's Guild. How many guilds actually make up the League? You think I'd know this because I read the book twice? <laughs> uh, let's see. How many are in the League? I don't recall the exact number of them, but there are a number of guilds. Yeah, there's a lot of things that can be done. I think there's something like 50 guilds or something like that, but different ones hold different amounts of power. The butchers are just lording it over the bakers and candlestick makers. I mean, you know, candlestick making has less widespread appeal than butching. <laughs> so many people Baking's just like nice, to butch. Alright, so I may... Um, I guess we can start at the source by just talking to... Um, by talking to the head of the of the blacksmithing guild, although... They probably want to see this happen. And by probably, I mean they definitely absolutely want to see this happen. All right. You make it to the main meeting hall for the Vendel League. I don't even know. Do we have to schedule an appointment? Well, there's a pair of guards outside. Hello? Mm. Uh, May we enter? Do you have business? Yeah, yeah. Uh, It is important that we speak with the... uh... Um, what was the name of the sorry? What was the name of the blacksmithing guilds? Uh, Mistress Sela Cole. Yes, it's it's, uh, it's important we speak with Sela Cole, uh, Mistress Sela Cole, about the, uh, the the most recent uh, mining claim. Uh, we believe it has uh, dire consequences for Vendel. And she knows of your visits. Is there a lying skill? <laughs> it's called sincerity. I don't have it. It's an advanced knack in the courtier skill. Damn. <laughs> I only took all the basic knacks. Um, she does... Uh, let's see. She she does not... May we schedule an appointment? Mm, perhaps. Fill out the proper forms and we can get you an appointment in two to four months. 
Thank you. Is there a trading guild? Uh, the Merchants Guild. Okay. Um. Do, so do you the, actually have to have the sincerity knack to lie? You don't have to, but if you try it, you'll be on. You'll what, have what is it? What is it. even? Yeah. What is even the the base for that? Wits. Oh. I'm a great liar. Um. Hmm. I mean, I'm a passable liar, but it's one of the things I'm gonna be like. So out of character. I was the only thing that came to mind was like my uncle from Vadachi sent me here to look at making some agreements for trade, which I don't know if that would even do anything. My uncle at Nintendo came here to talk to you about. It's too cold for like the pull down the shirt, flutter eyelashes thing. My uncle, my uncle at Nintendo wanted to give give Valmak a, a new Mew. <laughs> He'll be very mad if you don't let him have it. You do this on the twentieth anniversary. I guess we can just go talk to. Uh, who's who's the name of the person that we're speaking to? The just person we're trying guard. to get through to talk to. Random guard. You yeah, never asked. Guard A. The head of the estate. The head of which estate? Who are we trying to talk to? You're at the middle of. You're at the main meeting hall for the Vendel League at the moment. This is where all the guild masters go. Okay, and I thought we were trying to speak with a specific person. You are. We have to get in first. Yeah, I know. What is what is their name? Sell a hole. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Okay. Uh, your mistress Cole will be disappointed when she learns that uh, you turned us away rather than hear our business proposition. He and he turns to leave. Gives you a weary look. Esco will do her kind of weirdest kind of. Oh, that was a bad decision in life. Look. Yeah, there is a yeah, there's a fortune she's missing out on and not owning the patent that she's uh going after. Fine, fine. What is your business proposition? Well, um, we know who owns uh, we know who owns the patent on the uh, uh on the smelting of uh, Mitril, who is going to make a vast fortune. Uh. If her, uh, if the, uh, if the operation goes through, uh, from Siglaf, uh, we'll control, uh, we'll have monopolized the, uh, the whole smitting process on really the entire claim. Unless they just want to have a whole bunch of cool rocks. Or break patent law. That would be terrible. The other guard speaks up. Wouldn't that, uh, wouldn't he have to go through the blacksmith's guild to get it actually forged? He owns the rights to it. There's just royalty to be paid for that. Well, sure, but it's still work for the blacksmiths. If you work as a blacksmith, you join the guild. I heard they might outsource it to another country. <laughs> Do you have proof of this, clan? Just rumors, but I trust the rumors I hear. Spooky, no more things in the universe than you do look. I see. We will inform the nearest craftsman and blacksmithing representative of your plight. Thank you. And then makes a note to actually look up what Boulay Scaphander does. (laughs) 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 So, um, I think we should probably have a word with with the Scaphander before we go... Uh, now that we have a set, a set, now that we have placed some fear, uncertainty, and doubt. 
the uh, the guard snorts. I, I was away from him. He does it anyway. <laughs> he just derisively snorts in our direction. Yeah. Sometimes my merchant's training serves me uh, well, but uh, thank you for your assist. We should probably go find out more about Bole Skifander and find a way to make ourselves more appealing to the uh, to the Vendel League. Uh, probably sooner than later. The mercenaries are already leaving the gates. And do you think you could convince them that the machine is incomplete and you're the only one who can fix it? Which machine? Wasn't isn't this all about a patent on a machine she invented? No, this is a. It's patent a patent on, on, a, a on a smithing process. Technique. Oh, okay. Well, it involves a machine, though, doesn't it? It involves a furnace and probably some special coal firing. I mean, there could be a fault in the technique, maybe. Or maybe we have to see that the forge is up to standard, or the 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 smelter, I guess, since it's a very special high melting point material. So, uh, we should... Uh, yes, official guilt business. We should go and investigate the, uh, uh, the workings of uh, Skifander. Someone hail a carriage. Alright. So you start making your way to uh, Vastras. Yeah. As uh, Nadire and Declan, you stand at the foot of a mountain range. Slightly further east, northeast... Of um of where the Vestin were before is where you now see the smokestacks. Uh, this was a terrible idea. They're friendly. Don't, as long as you're with me, they will not harm you. That's not the reception I'm worried about. Hmm? Just like just like climbing a house. Nothing like climbing a house. Let's just get this over with. Do you need some ro- extra rope? Be fine. Alright, both of you make a resolve plus climbing check, and if you're belaying with a rope, then plus ten to each of you. Climbing, you say? Mm-hmm. Resolve plus climb. Twenty is good. Verb does not get you over the mountain. What you got, Charlie? Uh, thirty-three. Thirty-three! Alright. The two of you make your way hand over hand up the top of this mountain using uh using your climbing gear to good effect. Nadira, you've done this before, so you managed to uh Back in my day I had to climb without rope. Uphill both ways. Yes, back in your day, earlier today <laughs> You managed to climb this without rope. And in doing so you learned some tricks on how best to climb it. Declan, you make it up fine. Not great. Not badly. Fine. And about an hour later, it's starting to get a little bit dusky. You uh, pull yourself up onto the platform. Uh, Nadire, you are up there. You're up there without being accosted. Declan, there's a number of longbows being pulled at you. Okay, maybe I should have been worried about the reception. It is fine. He is with me. They put their, they put their um, bows down cautiously. Skullig walks up to you. It is my experience that when visitors return with more, it is rarely good for the visited. I, yeah, if I, you did not think I was a threat, threatening enough as one, I don't think two really changes the situation. 
not yet. But allow us our concern. Yeah, he's not worried we're going to attack him. He's worried that if one became two, two becomes four. So on and so forth. Indeed. I understand. And now a man from Avalon. Well, welcome to our camp. How may we help you? I am certain you would not climb this wall without reason. No, honestly, just uh, trying to keep the peace, I suppose. Looks to Nadira. You you had an idea. Oh, yeah. We have an idea to possibly help dissuade them, uh, the, the, uh, the, uh, miners from, uh, digging up the site. It is some type of a graveyard, no? He looks a little bit miffed. It is the resting place for many Vestan heroes. And if their rest were disturbed, it would be very bad, right? Yes, though not immediately. But do you think the, the, uh, and the other guys are the Vendel, right? Yes. You think the Vendel know how soon it would, it would arise? I am sure they are full aware of our grievances. No, I mean, if they believe the spirits of their heroes protected that land, in addition to it being their resting place. What are you saying? If we can convince them that there are certain spirits there that would not be happy with them digging it up, maybe they would respect they would respect the supernatural more than what is in front of them. If there is any sin the Vendel have committed, it is dis it is the sin of disbelief. You would have your work cut out you to cut out for you to win this through pantomime theater. Alright, well, I mean theater aside, what we're trying to do is basically I assume they're expecting an attack uh, if they go through with it. You have to hire mercenaries for that. Now they're a business, right? So we need some way uh, for them to think they'll have to hire too many that it won't be profitable. Maybe uh, I, I don't know the bloody politics of this place, but I mean, if there were a lot more of you or if it seemed like there were a lot more of you uh, would that do it? There are many of us, and we wait from many directions. But we, we two dozen, are not here to fight. We are here to hunt. What, just hunt for food? Or are you mean watching? We are here to hunt for someone. And what are you thinking there in Kirk? Not in Kirk. It's at that, po- is that point you, uh, you hear a shouting from over one mountain ridge over. And suddenly everyone puts away their weapons, puts away their food, dishes, fire-making materials, everything they were doing. They pack it up, put it onto their packs in packs astonishingly, astonishingly quickly. And they start sprinting for where the yell came from. I, well, shall we follow them? Yes. Yep. Just get to run. All right. You run along with them. You can make me a climb, you both can make me a, uh, brawn plus climbing check as they all start scaling the walls with almost effortless ease. And I will hop uh, back inc- to Vastras. Oh, Sorry, hold what, on. What, Before you up? hop back, does this include the rope bonus from earlier? Yeah, or- you, can, you can manage to make a decent belaying setup. 
Okay. So, it's taken them a while to climb up that mountain, so roughly contemporarily. It's getting dusky as you guys are in a, are in a carriage on the way to Vastaras. You make it there fairly quickly. The, the street lantern beginning to be lit by people, illuminating the cobblestones on the ground, and there's a much more jovial air to this city. People walking along the streets, laughing with each other, carrying drinks open in the streets, people going into courtesan houses, gambling houses. There are, t- there are uh, business criers in front of almost every business trying to entice you through various methods. Hmm. Considering the climate, you see an uncomfortable amount of skin. Right. Just <laughs> rock-hard nipples. Mm-hmm. Cut glass with them. And they do. <laughs> it's the little known secret of the glassmaker's guild. <laughs> so that's how they cut all the glass for all of their beautiful uh, windows. It's how your eyeglasses were made. <laughs> it's how all eyeglasses are made. A little known fact. <laughs> Trade secret. All right, we talked too much about nipples. That was the limit. Yep. All right. <laughs> So anyway, we're going to, I don't know how we actually track down this guy. Could ask around. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll ask around. We'll ask people. All right. I don't want to interact with people. God, do you want me to role play in this game? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You learned, you learned fairly quickly without a role that, um, that's Boliskefander. He is, um, he's a jovial man who lives in a, who lives in a downtown mansion but you'll rarely find him there at this time of night. He will instead be at any any one of the number of entertainment houses in Fastras. Do we get an idea what he does or how he pays for like all of his hedonism? Um, no that, judgment on said hedonism. That you can give me some sort of wits plus socializing role. Oh, sure. well, I can do that. <laughs> Pick Pretty your sure when it gets to the point of this being described as his hedonism, it's okay to judge. Uh, let's see, I have etiquette. I don't think that works. <laughs> eh, not exactly. Yeah, my only social skills come from courtier. Oh, yeah, I've got, got dancing, etiquette, fa- fashion, oratory. Let me see, I have oratory, yeah. Uh, etiquette works. Okay. That'll just be handling yourself properly to get the correct information. I have fashion. <laughs> Can I, I dazzle them? <laughs> Yes, if you wanna. <laughs> Wait, we're gonna dazzle them with fashion? No, you're not. <laughs> Impromptu did you, fashion did you hear show. that Anne is truly outrageous? <laughs> I got a 19 on etiquette to be very polite to these raucous party people. A 26. 26. And uh, Valentine, some sort of social role. I'd like it to be Mooch, but I don't really see a way for that to work, so I'll use Courtier for. Uh... 17. Okay. Sure. So, uh, you all managed to get, get out enough information that he's essentially a venture capitalist. He puts his money into things that'll re- provide a return on his, on his investment. Makes sense that it's, he buys from a bank then, especially if he's yeah. business smart. Do we get any kind of clue of what his favorite vices are, whether it's women, gambling, or drinking? 
all three in different orders every night. He likes to gamble women for drinks. Apparently. He likes a woman to drink gamble. He wants to work for Procter and Gamble. That's Cincinnati business. Yeah. Corporate trivia. So yeah. you find out that you find out that those things. Uh you find out that in fact, with that high of a result, you also find out that tonight he is probably gambling for a high purse raffle at um at a particular casino house. Okay. Can we go to said house? Sure, let's go let's go to the gambling house. <laughs> We've gone so far off the rails. Sure. No, I actually saw this coming, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, that's why he has a name. Multi-track drifting. Yeah, so... Um, so you go to a gambling house called the Grimfather's Guess. It's a somewhat ramshackle-looking place. Large, but not particularly well-kept, because the opulence of it isn't the draw. The two women in front of it are among the draw. So what fabulous prizes do they have in store? Let's see, the high purse the highest purse right now appears to be a deed to an abandoned mansion inside of the town of Vasaras's walls. Is the is there a clause on the deed that says you have to stay one night within its walls? You don't have to do shit with it once you have it. <laughs> okay, it doesn't it doesn't come prizes? with like doesn't come with a ghost clause. That said, if you want to entice people in um if you want to entice people in Vendel, you have them gamble for a strong business opportunity. That's Are there anything fair. else besides that house? That's uh, the what biggest one. That's the biggest one, but is there any other draws that they're raffling? Do they have any tonight? do they have any mountain bikes on raffle? <laughs> they don't have any mountain bikes. They have this and iPhone three Gs. They have a they have a few fancy dueling swords and weapons, ones that probably wouldn't stand up to use but that look nice. Yeah. There's a there's a couple of uh there's a couple of livestock raffles just for the novelty of it. There's a cool looking skull. Yeah, sure, they're raffling off a skull. <laughs> Alright, um Not even like a crystal skull or anything, just a skull. Yeah, well, someone <laughs> stole the crystal skull. But what there's seven of them. And uh there there is something that interests you, um interests you, Anne. Oh. In the next week, they're going to be gambling for an original copy of uh, The Mechanical Nature of Man, a book considered heretical by the Inquisition. Isn't any book considered heretical? Almost. Not the Bible. This That's one in particular... One that isn't. This, this book in particular is the one that exterminated the humor's theory. Oh, interesting. Ooh. It's the most complete anatomical text, and a year later, the writer died for it. Well, then, yes, that is definitely a very high-profile item. She will keep that in mind if there is still a Vendel in a week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's not the original manuscript, but it's a first edition printing. Nice. Yes, you also also see a man in 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 a tufted white beard and an elegant, elegant set of robes and dress. A nice cloak behind him. He's he's dressed as the highest of Vendel society, walking around with a cane as a. Oh, how big are his shoes? Reasonably large, like a modern day a modern day ten or eleven. Uh, well, do they have like the long curly? He he doesn't have the elf shoes. <laughs> he doesn't have the penis shoes. He doesn't have the Peter Pan shoes. 
he he doesn't have the uh the hill from Nightmare Before, before Christmas shoes. <laughs> well, no, like the curly elf shoes. I mean, the best part about those is they were directly proportional to penis size. Good to know. Is it is it good to know? Yes, I feel enriched. And knowing is half the battle. <laughs> I feel poorer than ever. And that's what makes you a superstar. Um, right. Francesca's dressed kind of nicely. She's going to go over all smiles and charms and just ask. She's like, what is this? I, I, I just got here, and I'm, I, but I heard this was somewhere that would be entertaining to be tonight. The character of Vendel Vidacci relationships seems very different in this city. Good. That means I have a chance. <laughs> You're at the very least not immediately uh, scorned for being Vidacci. Good. What do you mean, what is this place? This is the Groomfather's Guest. It's the biggest casino house in Vesteras. Or at least the best. I just heard it was the place to be. And I and you and I just was hoping someone could tell me what was happening tonight. It seems very nice, very active. Well, they're auctioning off, well, raffling off a large mansion on the corner of town. Very nice. Seen it myself. Oh. Pre-furnished, prepaid, zoned oh. for commerce. Oh, I've heard that's very good here. Yes. Who are you? Oh, um. My name is uh, Serafina. I I've just come with my uncle. I see. Well, feel free to stay a while, have some drinks, and enjoy the night. That's a very nice cane. I haven't seen one so nice since we came out of Montaigne. I see. Well, thank you. It helps me walk. Okay. I tried. What is it you're trying to do? <laughs> just get information out of him. Hope I was hoping he might fall for the girl's aspect of his thing and thus being drunk enough to maybe give said information out of some sort. He hasn't left or told you to leave. I know. I thought you said he walked maybe. off. No, I said they help. He said the cane helps him walk. Oh. Well, it was very <laughs> derisive and very go away now. Maybe roll seduce? I don't have seduce. I was taught by courtesans. I don't have all courtesan skills. There's a guild for that. I'm sure there is. A, I'm guessing it's the Courtesans Guild. The Jenny's Guild, actually. Oh. Named, named, they went straight to the point. Yeah, named for Jenny, who unionized the Courtesans. Nice. Okay, I thought it was Spinners. And we went also it, straight to the point of Spinsters. I think the Spinners Guild is something with, to do with weaving. Probably. So, what do you three do in this gambling house? Um... I don't know what's the purse for the what's the purse for the mansion? <laughs> what's the what's the what's the price for a ticket? There's a hundred guilder ticket, and the the uh the raffle bag appears to have already increased to a rather large size. Hmm. Well, yeah, my <laughs> unless we could figure out a way to rig it, that's probably a bad way to go about this. Um, only a sucker gambles for gambling winnings. Yeah. <laughs> Only a sucker plays fair. <clears throat> I guess, can I roll Mooch to uh, play the uh, fish role? The gorilla role? I can't remember if I saw that movie. You're going to have to remind me what that means besides literal <laughs> fish and gorillas. Uh, gorillas because they're the... both featured prominently in your last game of Tales of the Arabian Nights, so I'm getting confused. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's what I get for trying to help fish. Yes. Game fish Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that is pretty funny. Declan has three points in gambling. <laughs> Our problem is Declan is good at everything we try to do, but he's never there. <laughs> Maybe, I mean, I wasn't the one who said we should bring Declan. I would have gone by my own. <laughs> every time I wonder why everyone doesn't go everywhere. <laughs> because Valentine we can get more things done if we split up. Time is of the essence. Yeah. Valentine should have gone and talked to the Vestin, and uh, Declan should have come to the gambling house, if only we knew. Well, then again, you might have... We didn't expect to be going to Party City and getting a bunch of cheap balloons. Also, you might have slipped and broken into a million pieces with your one brawn. (laughs) (laughs) I've got two. I've got two in everything. In most things. But I'm going to uh, basically. I think the gorilla is the person who try who basically acts like a big spender and draws attention to themselves. Yeah, you can you can do that. I'll try go. to mooch some money first. Uh, hey, Anne, invent card counting. That's not going to help in a raffle. <laughs> that, that. Uh, fifteen to mooch. All right, so, Va- that. so Valentine it- goes in and... I'm not actually expecting to make money, but... Valentine goes in and breaks roughly even, um, betting big on the blackjack equivalents. He even bets on a chess game. <laughs> Bet on a chase game, but not on a winner. <laughs> <laughs> he, bets, he, he bets secretly with someone on how many times there will be a castle. I bet secretly on how, on whether there's going to be an Ampassant capture this uh, game. <laughs> bet uh, secretly whether they follow Mad Queen rules or not. Because that might have not been a thing at this time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but the old queens are boring. Yeah, they're like a king, only they can lose them. Yeah. So you attract a fair amount of attention. To what end are you trying to attract attention? Uh, mostly just to see who's uh, going to let Francesca and Anne uh, try to use the attention to judge uh, who's important. He's going to have just having a good time, mostly. Sure. All right, so you have a good time, and people start to take notice. Anne, Francesca, what are you looking for, um, if anything? She's going to... Um, what she gonna do? She's going to ask him to show her around, because she feels very overwhelmed, and he seems like he knows what he's doing. Hmm. Then Anne. Ah, oh, man. I wish I was better at lying to everybody. <laughs> I need to buy some lying skills. Um. Let's see. And I mean, I am above average in appearance. If that helps in anything with charming this guy. Sure. So you're gonna keep trying to charm him? Oh yeah. It's like. I just I can't find my uncle, and I, and you seem to know what you're doing. And would you help me? Would you show me around? It's so large in here. Batting eyelashes, cute giggles, etc. He shrugs. Very well. Over here's the raffle table where I have put in no less than five raffle tickets. <gasps> you must be very rich to afford five at a hundred guilder each. A pittance. A paltry sum before my vast wealth. This is the hangman's table. It is called that because people make and lose their fortunes here. I see. There are some people sitting at the table 
that are looking very intense playing cards. Valentine's there. <laughs> Please don't lose the ship there. <laughs> That's the one thing you wouldn't bet. The ship, the sword, and the new gun. Everything else is uh on the table. 100 Gilder against your fancy hats. <laughs> I'll raise you my shirt. I raise you my pants. <laughs> As you walk by, Francesca, the mood of the hangman's table changes somewhat. <laughs> oh. So oh, they, they, they figure out they know what I am or something? No. Oh. No, Valentine's been doing things. Oh, okay, I see. <laughs> Thought you were being like, oh god, destiny being fucked with right now. Put it on the table. <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> she's right. she's kind of almost hanging on. It. If he offered her his arm, she's totally hanging on it. But otherwise, not. Sure, he does so out of etiquette, Good. courtesy. Hanging on his arm, all <gasps> beseeching and unknowing and naive of the world. Hmm. You're gonna have to give me some sort of role if you're trying to pull information out of him. All right. What do you want, oratory? Um, etiquette's closer, probably. Okay. With an etiquette. Yeah, some of us should probably start getting. If there was dancing trouble. here, I totally have the dancing skill. I have it better. And I think probably. you get one KO off your appearance skill or something. Yeah. Thirty-six. Okay, you outdo his drama die-based uh, wits check to resist. What are you trying to figure out? Um. How all he gets his money, what all he's invested in, why he seems, why he, how he does so well, he's so amazing, et cetera. Well, over the course of the conversation, he's all too happy to report that he's invested in uh, a new blacksmithing technique that's going to make him richer than ever with the acquisition of certain mineral rights outside the city. <gasps> that seems, that seems like such a risk. Nothing simpler. In fact, I only paid for it with a cut of future profits. People, we are, people are so certain it will pay off. Oh, really? It will be that valuable? Mm-hmm. All I have to do is fund the mining journey. That seems like such a smart decision. Mm-hmm. Where did it come from? Or did you think it up yourself? Well, I, I am known to come up with a smart plan now and again, but I must give some credit to Mr. Olinson, who brought it to my attention. He's an investment banker who recognized that I had the money to follow through on it. Well, it's very good to have such wonderful friends. Yes, yes, well, a man can be judged by the quality of a man's friends. And I'm sure you're very high quality, sir. Mm, thank you. So then... I, what's, I what's heard something about graves, though, happening when we traveled in through Kirk here. What is all of that nonsense? Skeletons and standing stones standing between me and progress. Is that all? They made it seem far more important when we were there. The only people making anything important of it are the savages in the mountains. (gasps) Is it dangerous here? No, no. The only places it is dangerous are the places where they reside. And as long as we stay here, we will be safe. Oh, well, that's very good. And unless anyone has any more information to, uh, unless anyone has any more information to add or requests, I'm going to hop back over to the others because it's actually a decent turnover thematically. 
Is there anything anybody wants me to kind of booch out of them? Uh, no, I think we're just gonna. Um, no, I don't. I don't have anything at the moment. Kevin, anything? No, not especially. Okay. Right now, we just need to make a name for ourselves. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh I think I see my uncle over there. Thank you so much, sir. And she'll kiss his cheek and sort of flutter off. Hmm. Well then. And he continues on his gambling business, carousing. And the music for the shot fades away into the distant night to the sound of crickets as the perspective switches to the top of the mountain. Crickets live in this conditions? Nice dissolve. Crickets are you, sh- you should see them. They're big. <laughs> I mean, I could understand mosquitoes, but crickets? They're the ones that if you cook them up, they could be mistaken for lobsters. I mean, they're related on the chart of animals and everything. Yes, they are both insects. <laughs> Let's not do this. <laughs> I mean, lobsters are just sea crickets. So, Nadira... Oh, I thought you were talking about crickets and mosquitoes. Oh, no. No. So, Nadira and Declan, you make it over alongside the, uh, the Vestin warriors, trailing a bit behind. Declan, you make it there first. Just barely. And you see that they are all walking slowly and respectfully, almost in awe, into a cave with a distant, distant light inside of it. Um, are any of them talking, like, at all? Um, some of them are mumbling slightly, but they're being quickly shushed by the other ones. Uh, then he'll just keep following them, if talking looks like it's a taboo of some kind. Sorry, what's up? That, uh, he'll just keep kind of following them if it appears that talking is like a taboo of some kind. Sure. You follow them. No one's really speaking. As uh, you see up in the diff- up in the distance, Skullig is spelunking through with a torch in hand. But it doesn't appear that talking is a strict taboo. People are speaking now and again, but sparingly and quietly. Uh, then it, um, he'll uh, he'll just go to someone you know in the back and just be like, "What's what's going on?" We have found the most important font of knowledge in all of the Vendel territories. Uh, should I be here for this? Like, is this some kind of a... Uh, I don't want to encroach on any kind of religious thing. Ask no questions. You have nothing to fear. Done. Everyone resumes silence as they pull their way through the curves of the cave. The lights sort of tiredly illuminating the steps and twists and turns. Water from just barely melting ice is dripping onto your shoulders. And soon you see a second source of light. A small campfire deep inside the deep inside the cave chamber. And it opens wide as you pass through the threshold. Sitting inside of what is about a 20 foot by 20 foot circle cavity in the mountain, raising at least 40 or 50 feet above you you see a you see an old woman sitting in front of the fire skin held tight to her bones like cracked leather teeth all but missing eyes gray and blind she looks up at all of you who have begun to crowd around with their heads bowed and she looks at you declan and then at you nadire and her eyes lock her blind eyes lock to the two of you Oh my, 
You are a surprise. What brings you here? Ah, uh, well, we were having a having a talk with uh, Nadiri. Probably told him the guy's name. Uh, Sigloff was it? Uh, Skolig. Skolig. I'm sorry. Oh, Sigloff's the miners. Yeah. Anyway, um, I had a chat with Skolig, and then uh, we all started running. I-, I asked if it was okay if I was here. Uh, they just said to not ask any questions, so I won't. But. <laughs> Ah, well, superstition is what kept the old ways alive, is it not? <laughs> a couple of them frown, but a couple of them nervously chuckle as well. So, what is it you seek, McCurin? We were sent by the Chi of, of, uh, of Avalon to ensure that the current conflict here ends peacefully. I know. I cannot make that happen. I am here to answer questions and to ask them myself. What are you looking for, you two? I, I suppose we're just looking for uh, some means of, you know, kind of de-escalating this. Right now we were we were uh, trying to figure out some way make the uh, miners about to take up the place, you know, be too expensive for them. Hmm, I see. Is that how short your sight goes, McCarran? I'm one man. I mean, there's obviously a lot of bad blood between the both of you, and I'm not even going to pretend that uh, I could solve all that in, you know, a week's visit or something. But you look for nothing else? Not certain what you mean. Be aware, McCarran. There will come a time when you are forced to ask yourself that question, and I will not be around you to ask the answer. What about you, Adire? What do you look for? My family, and the one who took took them from me. If you wish to know where they were, you need only ask. But somehow I think you know already. I know they are most likely with the person who took them. And I know how to, to potentially find that person. I see. Well, if you believe yourself confident, then I shall not keep you. Skolig is beginning to look a little insulted that she's spending so much time on you. Now, now, Skolig, I believe you have a question for me. It's at this point that all of uh, all of the Vestin put their hands over their ears, and Skolig asks a simple three-word question: Where is Nud? Suddenly, her silent, raspy voice gives way to the booming, incredibly loud voice of a shouting 22-year-old woman. It begins to hurt your ears and rumble your bones, and it feels like the sound is carving at your very soul as she responds. Not necessarily in any real known language. But you do get sort of a vision from it, not before your eyes, but in your mind, of a pirate captain on a bare-boned ship manned by a figurative skeleton crew in the northeast waters of the Vestin territories. This captain, he has a wiry beard and blood-red eyes, and his face is twisted into a perpetual sneer of hatred. 
by the time the vision ends, you can feel a small trickle of fluid down each of your ears mm. and an ache in all of your bones. She'll say to uh, Duncan, Yes, that is why you do not ask her questions. Unless you really I noticed, want to I carefully avoided that. You hired us to talk only in statements. The uh, the Vestin are all sort of reeling from it. A couple of them have passed out and are fallen against the cave wall. Gunrin looks at them and chuckles softly in her raspy voice. <laughs> now then, is that all you ask of me? Skullig nods and begins to walk out, the Vestin that are conscious lifting the ones that aren't. She looks meaningfully at the two of you, Madeira and Declan. But she doesn't hold you if you wish to leave. Yeah, Madeira. Scoot out with the yeah. everybody else. Okay. You uh you manage to leave without too much of an issue. Nothing follows you, nothing impedes you. And the Vestin walk silently, and as they exit the mouth of the cave, several of them cheer. They buckle their packs harder onto their chests, and they begin climb again, climbing again, this time towards the pass over the mountains, and away from Kirk. Sure. Um, Nadira will try and catch up with, uh, Skulkin, was it? Skullig. Skullig, yeah. Sure, you can do that before he manages to get away. Yeah, she go. Uh, may I ask, uh, who you were asking for? He, uh, wipes the blood away from his ears. Nud. Nud is the one that will turn the tide of this conflict. Are they some type hero? More than you could possibly imagine. Well, legend more than hero. And you are going to him now? Yes, we are. How long do you think you'll take? With our boats? Hmm. If we can send a missive in time by the path he is taking... He should be here in three days. And I assume his means will not, will his means be peaceful? I do not want to assume, but the ways of heroes. There aren't many heroes of diplomacy. He laughs softly. The Vestin have heroes of everything. Hmm. And I can guarantee you, we shall not be attacking first. We will do our best to, to assist. I'll ask my, uh, I will not keep you, then. He nods sagely and begins to climb the mountain with the others. Yeah, she'll get up with, uh, Dunglid. And they begin to sing a triumphant Vestin tune. She'll say, Nud is apparently a legend of theirs. And apparently... Yeah, uh, the pirate, like, um, you saw it too, right? Yeah, what was the image again? The image was a wiry-bearded pirate captain on board a well, a captain of some sort, on top of a, on top of the deck of a sort of old boat, sort of bare bones, being manned by a very minuscule crew, just enough to keep the thing running. It would have been cool if they were actually skeletons. Yeah, a little bit too Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> or to Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, depending on... You best start believing in Vestin legends. You're in one. More albatross. Yes. Captain of some kind, and I mean, yes. now, granted, Anne's got a bit of a stake in this, but as far as I understand it, you know, most of them pirates-like. Uh, it seems, from what he says, they do not plan on drawing first blood here. 
So they're not invite getting a hero to rescue the site single-handedly. But you gotta understand what these people might mean by, you know, we won't be striking the first blow. A pickaxe might be enough of a blow for them to retaliate to. You, you see what I'm saying? True. Or they could, if the Vestin are, I mean, the Vendel are so against piracy, they might attack this man on sight if he is in fact a pirate. So we're no, we're no bloody closer than when we started. We have a timetable though. Three days. And we have a name. Yeah. Maybe Valentine or, or, you know, Ant would know more about this nud. Yeah, the best not mention it in crowded company, so to speak. Especially, yeah, if he is a pirate. So, should we go looking for, uh, can see how our compatriots are doing? Hopefully get up. There's nothing left up here but empty campfires. You could always camp here for the night. If you do not think you could handle the trek back down. I can handle the bloody climb down. He just launches himself and ragdolls down the side of the mountain. <laughs> I so place my horse at an appropriate 70 degree angle. <laughs> I fum can handle the fum fum fall. Splort. <laughs> it's, it's just that one <laughs> scene from that one episode of The Simpsons where Homer prowls down a cliff. Yeah, the gorge episode. <laughs> So I just want to think that Declan just gets up and does himself off and walks away. What's the invention TN on a canyon arrow? Um, well, given that the steam engine is a TN-47. Uh, it's probably fine. Yeah, still start hitting down. Yeah. Yep. And because the others had to... Uh, because the others had to... Uh, are you guys staying in Vosteros or heading back to Kirk? I assume we were heading back. Yeah, unless we want to, because this guy's going to spend his night at the, the gambling hall. Although we knew, we do know, I guess more or less who he is. He's just going to make money off of this. He puts some money into just having it, and then he's just going to get the money back by it happening. He's just going to collect royalties, is what more or less what we gathered, and that he's speculating on futures. All right, so. Um... You guys take a little while longer to scrape back your covers at the gambling hall. And as you head back to Kirk, just as night falls and the sun goes away completely, you run into Nadaria and Declan, a bit tired from two two mountain climbs. And with <laughs> yeah. frozen blood up near their their ears. Yeah, dried blood coming down their ear holes. <laughs> well, float frozen. We're in the- dried and frozen. Freeze dried. Yes. Astronaut blood. The There's no moisture. I just think every freeze dried th- thing is astronaut thing. You're not too far off. <laughs> where, where are you lot coming from? Uh, well, we uh, made no. Seeking a patron of sorts, a partner maybe. Well, Looks we like came... the two of you. We came from the camp. Uh, we met uh, the uh, what was her name again? Gunrid Stiggins' daughter. Yeah. Gunrod. Well, they met with Gunrod and we followed them. Apparently she knows the answer to all many, any question, so long as you have the endurance to take it. Are the two of you okay? It looks like you've been standing too close to a large bore cannon shot. Well, that's fine. Yeah, so, I mean, it's essentially what, what happened. Very loud woman when she wants to be. Hmm. Uh, but we do know this, uh, they, uh, the, uh, 
The Vestal have gone off in search of a man named Nud. Possibly a pirate of some type. Are you familiar with a pirate or person named Nud? And give me a witch check. Okie doke. Uh, that is 19. 19. You're familiar with the name. Uh, the name is one of the Lairdom runes. Oh. Yes, I believe Nud is one of the living runes. Not some type of pirate? The living runes are embodiments of, uh, of their, what, what, what is, what is the, what is the Nud rune? What does that do? Um, you don't be, with the 19, you don't recall the <laughs> full, uh, the full effects of it. Sure. But you, you do know that it translates to intensity. I just know the Nud rune is about intensity. And if they are, if they're bringing one of them in, the, the living runes have transcended, have transcended human capabilities. They are, they are, they are living magic. Well, they said they wouldn't strike first blood. No, they said they wouldn't strike the first blow. Yeah, and like so. I said, up on the mountain, a, a, you know, a pickaxe going into the ground might be a strike enough. Well, that is a uh, another deterrent. Yeah, three there. days. Okay, that's potentially more if it takes them time to get back. Right. Hey, you know, account for the sea. Right. Well, I do not know if the if the Vendel understands the gravity of uh, of that claim. They said that it would be hard to convince them of ghosts. Yeah. So we would yeah. Have, though, if we could. Well, that was that was more the thing I was thinking that um, if they're bringing in an actual living rune, then uh, that's going to be a hard fight, even for all the eyes and mercenaries you can bring. <laughs> it would definitely, it would probably start a, a full-scale civil war. Yeah, and uh, at the very least, it would be very unprofitable. Although I do not think we can convince them that. Uh, a living legend is going to come and defend this gravesite. Well, why not? It's definitely something we can we can uh, bring up. So uh, that might be a good thing to tell the uh, the miners. I I think they have a uh, a simple fight on their hands against uh, Vestin, against the Vestin raiding party. Can always, and if that fails, we might have to do some. Stage so or something. The ghost plan is the only ever thing I can think of. Uh, some modifications, maybe. What do ghosts look like? Herein lies the problem, doesn't? And looks to uh, and looks to Valentine. <laughs> yeah, if anything, he probably has a little bit of knowledge here. But sure, you know things about ghosts. <laughs> Say a thing about ghosts. I am afraid of no ghosts. I am afraid of no bed. They can be very convincing. Best not to look at them, though. Probably. We can't really know. <laughs> because uh, anyone who does know, you never hear from again. Transported to the land of milk and honey, where they drown. <laughs> Slowly. Uh... Here's a question. If they haven't broken ground yet, how do they know that there's... That this stuff is there. Yeah, I I propose we talk to the uh, say we propose, propose we talk to Siglav directly. Oh. Maybe ask them how they came to the course of this claim. 
Oh, by the way, and you seem to be a very... What's the word in your language? You want to know things? Inquisitive? That's not my language, but... And then, Ned, whatever. If she is still there, I could also lead you to uh, the... Uh... There are some questions I would like to ask, yes. I would advise bringing hearing protection, though. Well, you need to be able to hear it, right? Even the people who closed, who uh, had their ears over their hands were taken aback by this. But if you believe in your fortitude, I, at the very least, will bring my... I will find some... It is a, uh, yes, it is a, uh, a thing to consider as well. Yeah, just like the she, nothing but useless questions and useless answers. It was very useful for them. And if I did not know what I was looking for, I would have definitely... I would have definitely asked them, though. I still think there's something I could ask, but I just don't know what. Come on, do you think if she knew that she would tell you? Yes, she told them. They're they're of the same uh, faith or religion or whatever. Well, if we cannot uh, think of anything else, uh, we shall talk to Siglaf tomorrow and... Barring anything else, I will ask the uh, living legend some questions. Yes, she is still there. Yes, that is maybe. that is the hope. Their type is you seem to come and go as they please. Did she seem like she was in any position to move? No, not ever. So yeah, she didn't look in the condition to get up the mountain, let alone to leave it. But you know, like I said, just like the bloody she. Yes, uh, she can see without sight, so. Yeah, I suppose the the fact that she is still alive, uh, complicates many things. Alright, so have you guys been walking through Kirk as, uh, you've been having this conversation? Yeah, sure. Alright, Anne? Mm hmm. As you, as you walk by the Olinson Investment Agency, the door slams open and you're barreled through by a woman in a cloak. Um. Do, do we see this? Yeah. Is it also Anne? <laughs> that goes going in after. You don't just, just yeah, no. random ass some... people off the street. Yeah. Um, does anybody say anything from the? I guess the investment firm is closed. Um, so somebody broke in and is breaking out again. I guess. Uh, make chase. Oh, we're, we're running. Oh, okay. We'll follow. <laughs> Nobody pulls over Anne. You hear her, um, you hear her gasping for breath in sort of a worried tone as she runs away from the door. And she looks back over her shoulder. You can see, you can see, um, you think it's fear in her eyes. You know what? If we're at that, seeing that, Nadir will stop running after her and go check what's in that office. Plus, we got our two fast men to, to deal with her if necessary. Sure. So who's running after her and who is staying in there? Uh, Anne will sprint after her to see why she was breaking out. The lights are off in that place, right? Like, there's nobody there. Okay. So yeah, Anne's assuming it's a thief. Francesca's not particularly fast in a dress, so she'll stay there and look around the office. Okay. So, Anne Valentine, what are you up to? Uh, he'll give chase also. Okay, the three of you give chase. I'll go with you first. Which you? You. Damn it. 
You, you three, the, the chasers. Okay. The last people you talked. Okay. <laughs> don't worry, I'm grumpy at myself for not already having the chase rules up. Yeah, don't worry, someone just needs to hit her in the side of the head with a sheep's sword, and then realize that this is a complete snipe chase. I have. Okay. I actually have points of sprinting now. So we'll say that there are two phases between you and her. All right, I'm which which means you're going to need to get two raises on her to uh to make it after. Okay. So to beat her score by 10. Um you have to beat her by at least 5 if you want to change the uh Sure. Results. Okay, every raise we get improves it. Okay. Mhm. Gotcha. Yeah, she is um she is blasting through the city streets which is going to be a wits plus street navigation roll as she turns corners, jumps boxes. Uh, okay. Well, I'm defaulting then because <laughs> I don't have street navigation. I'm sorry, it's street nav first? Yes. Street nav uh, plus... Um, wits. Wits. Depending how you're going it. Wits, brawn, etc. Just blood, just uh, bash if, through doors. If, you, if you're just gotta... slamming into corners and pushing off of it, Remember kicking over boxes. Remember this in the beginning of uh, Casino, near the beginning of Casino Royale and like in Africa. Yeah, the parkour kid jumps over the wall and then James Bond just smashes through it. <laughs> Alright, she's probably going to lose right. us. 20 on Braun plus Street Nav. Let me see. Alright. Knocking folks out of the way. And for your guys' benefits, I will, as- I will assume that the best role among you is the party's role as one of you blazes the path. <laughs> okay. I doubt I blaze paths at 9. I rolled a 6. <laughs> You you outblaze you outblaze Anne. That's uh, Declan, sad. pull a twenty. All right, so you guys pull um you guys pull no raises. That poor man's vegetable stand. Uh, I wasn't aware we should have called him on this as opposed to like say sprinting checks. Well, the thing is, she's good at she's good at at oh, so navigating us. Yeah. Yes. That's the thing. She is she's better at dip duck diving and dodging. So you guys pull no raises, and by the way, you don't have to declare the raises ahead of time in a chase. Right. But neither does she, which means a random event occurs. So let me just roll a d10. Two men walk out in the middle of the street carrying a, carrying a window. Carrying a pane <laughs> of glass. All right. Uh, you lucked out. The pursued bumps into an innocent bystander and nearly falls. Uh, she twists around, uh, she twists around a bystander, someone out late drinking. She twists around and falls to her feet and hands and just <laughs> springs off of them running. <laughs> exactly. You guys are one raise away now. She, is it still straight nav or is she... Uh... She ducks into an alley, jumps on a box, and begins climbing a drain pipe up the side of a building. Now it's a climbing check. Okay, uh, I'm considerably better at that. I'm guessing plus brawn, plus finesse. Uh, Braun is the closest since you're trying to make as much distance as possible. Do I get unless the... you're doing some crazy flips and shit? Do I get the plus one KO for large? Um, what's the what under what circumstances do you get that? Um, I guess it's just damage and resolve. I thought it was on physical stuff. Yeah, I, but... I have large too, but I, I, no, I think it's just uh, I think it's damage just... and intimidation. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so I'll just roll five then. Ten. Ten, you did it. It's better, strictly speaking. 
Uh, that is a 22. 22. All right. By the time she gets to the top of the rooftop, she she jumps off the... Uh, she jumps off of the drain pipe onto a sign overhanging in front and leaps behind her onto the uh, store across from the alley she originally ducked into. And she and in following her, she manages to pull one extra raise on you. Jeez. With the addition of one of my drama dice that I don't get back too easily. It's like she's good at stealing stuff. <laughs> All right. It is now a rooftop chase. What is that? Leaping. Oh, good. It's right here in the book. Chase across moonlit rooftops is leaping. Maybe I should have gone with you guys. <laughs> what is the person that's... The, <laughs> yeah, we thought this was going to require different skills than it did. I forgot this I game has 900 work. skills. I got rigging fucking... You'd be I really good at chasing have... someone across ships. <laughs> yeah, we took a bunch of skills to be good on ships. There's, there's, <laughs> but there's too many fucking skills! Like... It's, <laughs> So what is it now? Skills, most of them do nothing. What is it, finesse? It is uh, Ew. finesse if you're doing flips and shits. Brawn if you're just Ew. going down to your Ew. knees and Ew. leaping bear style. <laughs> yeah, no, let's do all this parkour shit. We're gonna, uh, if I fall and break my leg, I can fix it. <laughs> Maybe. How far away is skill, she? Uh, she's two raises away. If you don't have the skill, it doesn't explode, right? Yeah. That's uh, right. How many feet is that? Um, there's actually rules for shooting someone, if that's your plan. <laughs> kind of. Uh, if either party fires a missile weapon, make a number of raises equal to the distance. That'd be a two raise shot, in addition to your normal uh, TN to hit. Okay. I considered. You don't even I, know is this person dead? Anything yeah, I considered like that. doing that, but I don't know enough about this person to try and shoot them. <laughs> no, see, they could have just witnessed a murder. Oh, wait, or are you there, using right? like Porta or something? I have a grapple gun. <laughs> That'd still be two uh two races. I'm not gonna hit with it. I'm better Thirteen, I'm getting better. I I'm also, doing it. I also got to not fall between buildings. I also got lucky thirteen. I think she's getting away. <laughs> thirteen, thirteen, Axe got eighteen. Oh boy. None of us have leaving. <laughs> Let's see. You should get leaping. It's really handy. Apparently, I'm learning through this game that all the skills I but took are mostly useless. Sincerity, and we also need. Oh boy. But okay. man, if she goes under a bunch of boxes, at least I have that point of lifting. Uh, the woman comes to a wide jump across a long alleyway and has to make a tough leaping roll. She looks back at you with a sort of worried look in her eye and springs forward barely by the tips of her fingertips making it to the other end and pulling her on top. If you guys want to follow, it's Finesse Plus Leaping TN20. Uh, sure, drama die. Fuck it. YOLO. <laughs> YOLO swag. I mean, you, you're tall enough. It won't be that big of a fall for you. <laughs> Evo- evoke the, evoke the, uh, the glamour knack of YOLO swaggins. <laughs> Let's see if I can no-scope 420 this. Right, I'll drop. Right. I'll drop one as well. Four hundred twenty is an amount of degrees that makes sense for that. Those <laughs> coat. No. I roll eleven. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> uh, yes, twenty-one. <laughs> Just oh. barely. All right. I rolled a Captain. one in there too. <laughs> Captain, 
You fall into a hay cart. <laughs> ah, now no one will know you. You are here. Take one flesh wound to your dignity. <laughs> but the other uh, two of you slide out and brush himself off. <laughs> yes, this hay's been inspected. Someone gives you a thumbs up across the street. Fine hay. High quality. <laughs> and then he walks away. <laughs> Take a drop and die. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, up on top of the rooftop, the action music continues now that the comedy the uh, comedy relief segment is over. It's just nothing but tribal drums. More finesse plus leaping. <laughs> Or brawn plus leaping, or what have you. Sure. Gonna finesse all over this, Mitchell. No, I'm not. That's an old legend. Hold on. I'm gonna try something crazy. You say Mitchell? Yeah, he was a he finesse Mitchell. He was a he was a personality on Saturday Night Live. Huh? Gonna, gonna try to taunt her. Taunt. <laughs> so you're going to force her to make raises, while you have yes. to make an equal amount of raises. It's that I taunt, then, then her next thing has to have at least that many raises in it. All right, but um, it's a roll of your panache plus how many, uh, however many raises you want her to have to make versus her panache. I believe oh, you could do that. I could have done that if I remember my repartee table correctly. <laughs> it's either Brilliant. it's either I think it might be versa resolve, but I'm not sure. Uh, it they're, prob- they're, they're sounds- the same. Okay, <laughs> but sure, either way. What are you doing or saying? And she's like, we can keep this up all night. You'll never get away. You should yell, you tore your skirt. <laughs> You're hoping for a Francesca response of, huh? What? <laughs> all right. Uh, roll me your, uh, your panache check. Plus however many raises. Yeah. Um, and, and this can explodes. It's not a unskilled check. Um, so I'll do, well, okay. What's like the base? TN, is it 10 or 15 or like? Oh, um, right. It's against their passive panache resolve, right? So times five. Um, against base 15. Okay. Um, I'll do, I'll try for two. Why not? So trying to hit a 25? Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I'll throw my other drama die at this. And I'm going to say that this will mean that, um, you can't lead the pack, but you can keep speed with Anne. You can keep speed with Anne's 11. <laughs> oh, fucking 23. Ooh, 23? Hey, wait, don't forget, you're still blessed by me. It's an additional one unkept, is that? Yes. I didn't know that it kept going. Oh, right, because you, you actually got it rid of all your curses. It goes until he rolls a one with it. Oh, because really? I have to do this one separately, too, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's okay that you rolled it separately? <laughs> right. Alright, so 9, 8, 5, 1 thus far, and this is a... So if you roll more than a 1, see, then a you keep the blessing. 8, so... uh, 26, there. Alright! Yay, I did a good thing a couple sessions ago. She looks back at you confused, and in an effort to get away from your taunts, she kicks off diagonally, trying to cross to another rooftop, diagonal across the square. It almost doesn't work, and you can hear a, you can hear her wince as her sternum comes down on the corner of the building. Jeez. But she manages to clamber up just as you guys follow. So, no raises are made, so that's another random event on the rooftop chart. <laughs> There's a rooftop chart? Yep. 
Jason's Susan, you knew there was a rooftop shark. Has. Of course there's a rooftop shark. There's probably a rooftop book. <laughs> no, there's probably a rooftops of Kirk book. <laughs> <laughs> Rooftops.com. Uh, no, All don't go right. to that site. It's not what you think it is. All right. So you corner her almost. But there is one ladder sitting against sitting an old painter ladder sitting against the wall that she jumps down and scales down. And as you follow her, it becomes a street chase once again with wits or brawn plus street navigation. Okie doke. I'm probably going to get lost here. I didn't even know street navigation was a skill. I am out of drama dice. I think Uh, criminal has it. it. What else? Yeah, Yeah, criminal has it. That's why Declan has it. Okay. Yeah. Salvatore has it because he has all the criminal stuff, too. I have regular navigation. Because, you know, I'm the navigator. Um, well, that's not terrible, but it's not the best. I got a 19. Alright, 19. Which is not bad for 3k3. No, it's not. <laughs> it's just not good. <laughs> oh, there's a fucking... There's a, there's a drama die Or a curse or blessing die on this one. Yeah. That's a seven. Does that beat anything I have? It's 23, then. 23. All right. One roll on the street chart. <laughs> one roll on the street chart and one roll in the sheet chart. Okay. Believe it or not, the person you're following runs around a corner and spills a cart of apples behind her. <laughs> what? Cabbages? Apples. It needs to be cabbages. Apples cascade over the entrance to the alley. It's going to be finesse plus balance to continue following. Awesome, I have ah. th- I have that. <laughs> I have that in fucking spades. <laughs> she flips a hay cart. Valentine turns around too slowly to realize she just ran by. Oh my god. Um, man, I'm not getting any exploding dice tonight, but that's at least uh, 24. Alright, you guys both make it. <laughs> yes, we, we thwart those apples most furiously. Give me one more street nav check. Oh Christ! Go that applesauce, bitch. Oh man, this it, fate does not want this chase to ever end. Are they gonna eventually run it back rolled, in front we of rolled the store? The same thing we rolled last round. No? Yeah, 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 you did. Is this, this going to end with them running back in front of the place they started? <laughs> We're just in a Scooby-Doo hallway, we don't know Son it. Son of a... <laughs> Time to roll again? Street chart. <laughs> well, it's amusing, at least. <laughs> yeah, you don't know where it's going. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, This is not right. Scooby-Doo a way different than I intended it, thought it would get end up. I have a one in sprinting and nothing in leaping, so and I'm in a skirt right now. I am so glad I didn't come on this. <laughs> Clearly, this woman needed to just keep leaping because <laughs> both me and Han don't have that. All right. So as you uh, <laughs> as you chase her, she ducks into an alley and out the other end. And just as you're about to reach it, a carriage rushes in front of it, making you stand there for a second. Ah. <sighs> And as the carriage passes, you see her climb on a horse in the alley across the street. 
Shoot the horse. No. <laughs> shoot the horse. Declan, <laughs> <laughs> shoot the horse. That's in the you front. Know, cruelty to animals is a sign of a serial killer, huh? Let, let me just punch I love the horse animals. fucking blazing saddles. Yeah, somebody right. needs to, somebody needs to do that eventually. Alright, so unless you stop her somehow by say like shooting her or something, she's going to uh make it away on the horse. You cannot hope to catch up with that horse. Um Um do we still have like like can I make can I like try to grapple her? Like do do I have the She's like does, she's like really how... far away, like she the She's only... on the other side of a street from you as she gets on the horse. <laughs> You might have to shoot the horse. Can I fastball special Declan into her? You can try. It'll, it'll require cooperation on both your parts, though. <laughs> if no, only it wasn't the largest person throwing the largest person. <laughs> well, Wolverine. I have a point of lifting. Large in a different way. We'll learn. Ju- we'll learn exactly how far you can trust Declan. In what way is he large? He's like five feet. <laughs> yeah, but he's got a lot of muscle, and he's made out of adamantium. That's probably heavy. Uh, who knows? He's Canadian. Who does uh, the fastball if, if, if special again? Is that Colossus? If, yeah, yeah, Colossus. Storm Wolverine. Um, okay, well, if I can't, if I can't get over there, then we could yell "Stop!" We just want to talk. <laughs> Stop or my, my seems a little late for that. <laughs> Do you perform any actions, or are you going to let it go for now? Um. Let's see. I'm I'm out of things I can do that aren't just trying to shoot her. The horse. I, I have an idea. It kind of involves you shooting. Oh, shoot it. Shoot near the horse so it spooks it. Oh, that's an even better idea, but I was just going to say stop or she'll shoot <laughs> an intimidator. Uh, yeah, yeah actually, she's yeah, she's horse wrangling. Um, unless that's actually her horse. I don't think it is. Stop or my mom will shoot. What are you doing? Sure, yeah, why know. not? Um... I'll draw on her and just say stop. Alright. Is there like an intimidation? There is an yeah, intimidation it's, thing. It's resolve instead. Resolve versus there. I forget what it does. Like, I just... It, it, I'm, I'm grasping straws here. I believe it uh gives them minus one KO on their next check. And she's going to have to make a horseback riding check of it to at least get away. So, basically, you'd be rolling your resolve versus hers. Ah. And for every ra- for every raise you take, you impart an additional minus one KO. Okay. Uh, I'll spend a drama die here. This seems stupidly dramatic, and I'll take. Oh uh, yeah, I'll whatever. I'll uh, do. I have to declare a raise, or is it just every five I beat her by? I believe on this you have to declare them. Okay. Uh sure. I'll declare a raise, all or nothing. Um, and I also get I get plus one to intimidate, not because I have a gun, but because I am large. Well, because we're large, yeah. <laughs> Big person with gun, scarier than small person with gun. <laughs> Big person carries bigger gun. <laughs> all right, I got tw- I got twenty, but I didn't call any raises. Let me see. Because I have low resolve. That's just a minus one ko general mm-hmm. one, assuming it beats her resolve. What? Uh, yeah. Let me see. I don't know how to. Uh, let's see. Okay, that was not a bad roll, but probably not best roll. Uh, so that's a twenty-six. I did call one raise. I don't know what her thing is. Okay. All right. So, so if they you stack. It's total you, of three. You yeah. both impart your. Uh, you both impart your things. <laughs> you both impart your intimidation, and she seems badly, badly shaken. 
especially because she's out of breath from the chase. But with the investment of a trauma die, she gets just enough to pull her horse into uh, pull her horse into ride mode, ducks <laughs> down on it, and rushes off. Do you follow through with your threat to shoot her? No. She un- right. she uncocks the hammer and reholsters her pistol. I'm not gonna shoot a random person in the street. Shoot, <laughs> shoot a random horse. Are you gonna shoot a horse in the street? That's somebody's horse. Just shoot out the leg. Won't kill it. That's gonna yes, kill it. Will. Do you know how frail horses are? They die from. You know what legs. happens when a horse breaks its leg <laughs> in, in this time period? It becomes glue. It becomes glue. Yeah. <laughs> it's moral as long as you're not the one to kill it. <laughs> yeah. That is literally her ex her exact like issue. Or a horse, a horse is, a horse is the there. most perfect, most frail creature. Well, frail, but also very muscular. Yes, they are made of beautiful glass. Right. I know why you're not shooting the horse, but I feel like shooting the horse. Shoot the damn horse! Uh, no, you just gotta just. just so as the mist breath, and just try to walk back to the bank. Sure. You've done enough traveling around that you kind of know where you're going. It's not too hard to get back to the bank. Oh, good. We don't have to make street navigation rolls because we'd but, all fail those. <laughs> <laughs> but going back to um, a, a few minutes, back to the bank, Let's the others see. have just run off after this mystery woman. I feel a horse death should be happening. And uh, who's going in first? Uh, I will. Sure. Sure. So you put your uh, you put your you grab the door and sort of shake your hand as the door leaves a uh, leaves your hand feeling damp probably from the dew and you walk in and it's pitch dark in there. Francesca's following. I mean, you have a uh, match matches? No, that's not in my arsenal. Things that I generally carry. You'll note yourself new purchase purchase thing. Get matches. Uh, so yeah, she'll fumble around in the dark. Yeah, they're they're trying to find anything that's kind of a lamp. All right, in one corner you you find a lamp, and as you sort of fumble with it, you sort of you 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 notice that the glass around it is shattered a little bit. Okay, light said lamp. Oh, by the way, Declan and Anne both get a drama die. All right, you uh, put your match to the. Uh, to the oil lamp and it starts illuminating the place. The hallway leads to a closed door to the chamber that you stood in earlier when you asked about the uh, contract. Okay. What contract? Anne's contract. So I was there, not you. I've been here before. There are no Hulkamaniacs here. <laughs> so is that all? It's just the hallway to the one chamber? Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll go down to the chamber. Yeah. Wait, well, the glass was broken there. Is, there. is it the glass of the lamp, I'm assuming? Yes. The okay. the, the lamp glass is broken. The pieces were sort of Is there any around. Bullet ho- noticeable bullet holes around? Yeah, anything sort of messed with, obviously? Um, no, not really. Okay. I'm going to grab the lamp and carry it with us down the hallway. Okay. You carry it with you. And it illuminates in a subtle orange tone as you approach the door. Nadir will knock. <laughs> There's no answer. Francesca will open the door. As you open the door, a draft rolls through, closing the door behind you. That was spooky. And it and it blows out the lamp as you walk in. God damn it. <sighs> this 
If I found one match to light the lamp, can I... Yeah, you can light it again if you like. Okay, thank you. We're going to light the lamp again. All right. As you come into the center of the room, you light the lamp again, and strewn across the floor are three dead bodies. The the three tellers you saw earlier. Mark of the Vatacine. Their their bodies have large scorch marks in them. In them? Yes. Their their chests have been scorched through, and uh, one of their stomachs has been opened. And on the wall, drawn in blood, is a capital I with an angle bracket on either side of it. What I saw on the door earlier. Mm-hmm. And the door slams open behind you. <gasps> Looks the, the drawing scimitars. It's at this point, um, as you look behind you, that uh, you have a little bit of blood on your hand, Nadira. How? You can only imagine it's from when you open the door. Gross. Make it gross. Three men stumble into the room, each carrying blunderbusses. So it was you, then. You are under arrest. Why do you think it was us? We just got here. Our Hmm. comrades ran after a woman who burst out of here. A likely story. You are under arrest. How did we make the scorch marks? I know nothing of your magic, foreigner. Come with us, Uvitenhet. So now you have a choice. Do you come quietly? Overconfident! Do you fight, or do you run? Overconfident. I'm not even gonna... I'm not even gonna force you. I'm not even gonna pull a drama die. No, no, I'm I'm not... I, I am overconfident, so I am... Yeah. Wait, are you overconfident in your innocence? Or overconfident in your idea to take them on? She believes... Both. Yeah, the the most likely thing for overconfident is you believe you have the skills to beat them all. Is there any other exit other than the way we came in? As you glance around, uh, the room is dark and illuminated by lamplight. You see a closed door over the counter behind the three teller desks. Yeah, but that probably just leads to more money or more archives, not a way out. A window, maybe. Yeah, are there any windows? No, I mean a window through there. There's, oh. There are no windows in this room. They want to be very clear on who's coming from where when they're in this room. God damn. All right, she's going to throw the lantern at the floor right at the guys with the blunderbuss's feet and just launch for that door. They they throw their hands up in the air for a second. Blunderbuss is going off of you as you rush away. <laughs> maybe you should, and since, hey, you maybe should have shot at her because so there's three of them, right? Yes. Yes, but I yeah. I wanted to throw fire and glass and potentially sparks at their feet so it would scare them but not hit them. Yes, the 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 fire goes off like a flash and they they stumble backwards and the room is cast in darkness. And she grabs oh. Nadiri's hand and launches. No, nope, she's door. not. You're not. Why, You're why not. not? Because you, I'm gonna... you can make an oppose brawn if you want, but it is not going to be easy for you to run away while pulling her with you. Yep. Come on! No, Nadir's gonna buy you time. Fuck, that's gonna do... She's gonna then run for the door and try to get out, I guess. If Nadir really wants to do this... If if we run, criminals don't flee. Innocent people don't flee. Yes, they do. Innocent people totally flee when there's no way to adequately explain while they're there and be believed. (laughs) <laughs> you share a brief glance, all of these things being said by your swiftly darkening sight. 
Yeah. And He's going to launch for the door. All right. You make it, the door pops open, and you stumble into the darkness. Meanwhile, Nadire, you clack your scimitars together, quickly illuminating the room in a slight sparklight, and you launch into action. And that's where I'm going to end the session for tonight. Luckily, they already shot their guns. Yeah, it'll, it'll take a bit for them to reload. I mean, they're not going to be able to reload in the span of this combat. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope they aren't carrying more than one gun. Uh, well, they got to get to them, I guess. Still, it would be we'll see. Pistols. We'll see how Nadire's sword dancing does against uh, against three heavily armed men. All right, but that is the end of the session. All right. Everyone have fun. Yeah. I now get to run in skirts and hope I find a window to get out of. Yeah, I think we're yeah, I think we're kind of coming on to the idea of how to hit the plot. We were sort of running into things. Yeah. Really cuz I still have no idea. We were grabbing plot trees and shaking them until plot came out. Well, so the thing is, we can talk to Sigloff yeah. and if Sigloff has nothing, we have a plot button we can push. Provided that oh. she's still on the mountain. It's alright. It... The plot came to us. Yeah. The deer is going to prison. <laughs> Listen, Francesca, maybe fine. too. I like that this came down to the old writer's thing of two guys kicking the door with guns. <laughs> this time it was three guys. I'm inventive. Listen, if I can disarm these guys, I can convince them that I'm not the murderer. <laughs> By showing you have martial skills <laughs> that could draw blood... With blood on your hand. If I was the murderer, I would have killed them. That's why I gotta disarm them. In the middle of the dark. Yes. Oh, that's gonna be tricky. That's it. Does anyone have any questions, comments, suggestions? Will I get out of this? Find out next time on 7C. <laughs> yeah, I have to think of Will other... Will you survive? I have to think of other questions to ask. Um, I know I told chase sequence like went on forever because I... And maybe this is probably partly on me and partly on the game. I just don't have a bunch of necessary skills, apparently. This game is... I'm looking forward to fine-tuning the system. Yeah. There are a lot of extraneous and poor decisions that yeah. were made. We're, we, we but keep, that, it is a 20-year-old game. Yeah, we so. keep realizing... It just, it stinks we, of the 90s. So yeah, we hard. keep realizing it's a yeah. mid-90s RPG hey, every time hey we guys, get deeper. Hey, guys, are you excited to roll... Brawn plus athletics. That's in second edition. <laughs> yeah, I'd also heard that the that the actual like rolling system is like if if, if it means I don't have to buy uh you know jumping, skipping, hopping, the Charleston <laughs> looping. You know, I'm sorry. If it means rolls. I don't have to, if it means I don't have to buy criminal in order to track somebody that I'm trying to chase. I'm I'm sorry. Roll unskilled resolve. You didn't buy the nose blowing skill. <laughs> Ah, uh, you gotta roll pissing. Oh, you failed your pissing check. Uh, it's not gonna be a good night. Now you make a down payment. <laughs> By the way, I get the pissing skill, of course, from Fatal. Yes, that. I'm aware. <laughs> you know, I'm just kind of proud that I kind of got to use my good looks for something at for once. <laughs> hey, I get to use my good legs all the time. So, vagaries of the mechanics aside, how do you guys feel about, like, the story of the session? I, I, I like... The old, the, the grandma yells a lot. <laughs> I keep wanting to call her Gudrun, because that's a really common name in Norse myth and everything. Yeah. <laughs> nope, specifically uh, Gunrud. Yeah, I know. 
Oh yeah, and I also need to look up what this what this uh, rune means. Yeah. But no, I mean I'm not crazy about it, but that's because I'm Vidachin in an area that doesn't like me. So uh, I, I I'm enjoying it. I'm I'm enjoying I'm, it. It's just not as fun as like Avalon where people don't outright distrust I'm me. I'm gonna prove my innocence next session through t- trial by combat. Yeah, that's, I guess that, I should called resisting arrest. <laughs> I guess, Listen, I guess I should have shot the horse. If I should have. Well, I, yeah, God shall be with the innocent. Hindsight's twenty twenty, Susan. Yes, I know. I've I didn't know she was. I didn't to try to attempt that. If I could, if I could thoughts. try and if I could try and know that she was a triple murderer, then yeah, maybe I would have shot her. <laughs> um, if my intentions are to beat these guys without killing them and then prove I'm innocent, because if I was guilty, I would have killed them. Ah, uh, yes, shonen yeah. shonen anime protagonist uh, defense. Francesca knows she's not trusted. She obviously really shouldn't go to jail in an area where she's definitely not trusted. I can't do another and... pickle. To be fair, they're not they're not you're not necessarily the one they blame for this. Why? <laughs> because you didn't have the blood on your hands. Balance. Also, we're not carrying two swords. Thing, like, I feel like I can't friggin' do anything right. <laughs> you climbed real good. You climbed better than the time I did the first time. Axe, you were consistently the front runner in that chase. Yeah, you, you were the, the reason it lasted as long as it did. You were the one that had you were the one that had enough skills to make it keep going. Yeah, Axe, you led that chase. Remember that time I rolled a six? <laughs> and then the captain rolled a nine. <laughs> but yeah, no, I did not want to end up in the Vestin Vendel legal system because it probably wasn't gonna end well for me. Yeah, That's That's it. It. No, we no, just... no one no one has exercised prejudices against you this session. <sighs> not this session! You just put down a bunch of money to gain parole, and then they have to wait for the courts to process it, and then find a bunch of... By that time, we're just gone. Ah, yes, the the murder bail. (laughs) Works every time. Right, so if there's no more questions or comments, I'm going to give you all 4 XP, and then call an end to the session. Good night. Good night, Internet. Good night, Internet.